Sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Feel so right, it can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Welcome back, Tippy Tap 20. Big two zero. Yeah, what do you do when you hit the big two zero, Griff? Well, you got to do a holiday theme. We haven't done a holiday theme. Wait, yeah, we have. Anyways, yeah. well, I think our first tippy tap was a holiday theme. Wasn't probably, it? probably, it might have even been Christmas themed. It was Christmas themed. It was Walker Texas. Walker Ranger. Texas Ranger. Yeah. Oh my God, they're redoing that show. Did you know that? I heard that, and I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Looks like nope. the first show. Nope. I think we're going to have to for this show. I think we're going to uh, do our own. Are we going to have to do MacGyver too? Because that's no, back. absolutely not. Okay. I will not see that for Smirch. But I hated fucking Walker. So, well, actually, I loved it growing up. <laughs> That's good. It's like your mom made it'll, you watch it, it. It'll be it'll be pure YouTube content. We'll just we'll review the fucking wa- new Walker series. Comes out in January. We have plenty of time yeah. to realize this is a horrible idea. Uh, hopefully, I die of COVID before yes. that happens. Murray, let's talk about a show we both love. Yes, yeah, so I think a show big part of both of our childhoods. It was. It absolutely was for me. That's I for actually, sure. I'm old enough to remember when a lot of these were first run. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, we're talking about. Happy days. Happy days. With the coolest guy on TV and in real life. Dude. Henry Winkler, the Fonz. I, it was so rewarding because he was one of the he, – he was a reoccurring character on Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. But to have that come full circle for me – and they did a couple of jokes where he would make reference to Arthur. Arthur, Arthur I can't say <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> yeah, it's Arthur. Uh, but right. yeah, they, they, he makes a couple of Fonz and Riley references. He goes in the bathroom and he's going to do a comb through his hair, but then he just, Hey, I look for, <laughs> and uh, that's a good one. They did one because it was in orange County. So he's like out on the docks and some people haul up a shark and then he just leaps over it real quick. I did yeah. not understand what happened there, but I was reading something about it and I was like, oh. that was a rat. Oh yeah. yeah. But no, um, I grew up with it. I fucking, yeah. of course, loved Fonzie. Every little boy wanted to be the Fonz. He was uh, the coolest guy in the 70s. I wanted that leather so bad. We all did. I didn't wear the jeans, as we've mentioned, well, and uh, you Hard were, Target you're, especially. You half a Fonz. I was half Fonz. I did, I did at one point, I caught a, uh, a praying mantis, and they actually made like little cages for them, plastic cages and all that. So I had a praying mantis, and what did I name it? Fonz. A praying mantis named the Fonz. Question, though. Is it really a big deal being the coolest guy in Milwaukee? Yeah, apparently in these times, I'm, yes. I mean, I think if I drove to Milwaukee and got out of my car, I'm officially the coolest guy in Milwaukee. I don't <laughs> think, it's, and it's, and how cool are you when all your friends are nerds? Is that the play, ploy he made? He's like, well, if I surround myself with nerds, I'll be cool by you know. Yeah, I mean. And you, okay. what is how cool is it? <laughs> the guy. Oh. Who hangs out in a public bathroom? His office. 
Okay, if you were here in that. If I walked into a I think it's shit, and I walk in and there's some kind of leather jacket, hey, I'm like, what? I'd have to take a shit, because you got to take a shit, you got to take a shit. I, but I'd be like, what's going on I here? guarantee and you, hand me some toilet paper. if he's in office working and someone comes in, he looks him in the face and goes, not in this bathroom. What is he working on? <laughs> numbers. Getting girls' wrapping, numbers. Wrapping presents. Getting girls' numbers. Yes. I'm glad you brought us right back to the Christmas, Griff. Yes. I like that segue. Yes. Oh, sure. Wrapping presents. Yeah, wrapping presents. Um, I, 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 I love the whole thing. The whole bathroom. Tro- I loved it. Um, what? Oh my God! I'm forgetting so many things because the, I, I was just enjoying you enjoying yourself. You never enjoy yourself. I know. It just took me back to a time when I enjoyed life, Griff. We ended up reading a little bit because as we were talking about it, we realized there was mysteries about Happy Days because it's a simple show. It's fun. Yes. There's jokes everywhere. Virtually no continuity at all. We, we didn't have yeah. that back then. Those shows were designed so you could know nothing about the show well, and how watch else? a season five episode and know everything that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, as we've embraced on many episodes of the shows, <laughs> right. it's like you could just jump in. Right. But Happy Days, you mentioned in the first season, it followed like Fonzie was a reoccurring character. He was right. not. He uh, was not. It was, the show was supposed to be about Richie, yeah. in his life, and then Fonzie was the character who would pop up every once in a while, yeah. And he was obviously the coolest character. He's the coolest. He's and he was a breakout star. And then they started making the show about Fonzie. Yeah, he became like every episode had a Fonzie storyline. Right. It. You just, yeah, he'd at least have to be in. You yep. Know? Yep. And it was funny because they were. So worried about, like, I don't know if Fonzie was going to encourage juvenile delinquency that in the first season, he could only wear his leather jacket on his motorcycle. Because that's safety. That makes sense. Right. But when he was not, he wore this, like, lame-ass fucking blue, like, baby blue windbreaker. <laughs> and it was not cool. Gotta look, I'm going to have to look that up now. I can't remember yeah. if I've seen one of those episodes, but I'm sure I have. Because yeah. I, well, wa- I watched that shit the, all the, the time. The first season... Was like accurate, like they really went to great lengths to make it look like 50s. it was from the fifties, which yeah. at that time was only twenty years earlier. Yeah, because this was ago. like mid seventies, right? And then after that, they're like, "Fuck it, we don't care." Yeah, people had feathered hair, Chachi. There's nothing fifties about Chachi with his fucking Canadian tuxedo and his feathered <laughs> hair, and like, yeah, it was just ridiculous. Just jump forward, uh, yeah, several seasons. It's it's a it's a wonderful show. We've picked off two wonderful Christmas episodes. They only did four. There's yeah. eleven seasons of Happy Days. So you thought I was shocked more. by that. I thought every year yeah. had one, and I'm sure they did like fifty episodes per season because this is back in the seventies. Yeah, at least just, thirty, I would say. They would yeah. just hammer them out, but no, just uh, four Christmas episodes amongst the four thousand episodes right. of Happy and we, Days. And we weren't going to do the shitty. I, as far as I'm concerned, even though Fonzie definitely is a star, yeah. Uh, Richie was the heart of the show. It was. He, and when he left, I think the show... Like, people say when, he, when Fonz jumped the shark, ergo the phrase, jumped jump the shark. shark. That's when it went over. No, to me, it was when Richie left. Yeah. And Ralph. I don't care much about Ralph that much. But still, <laughs> you know, he was a he was a part of the show. Richie was somebody you could relate to, whereas you look up the fucking, you know... Right. Uh, Fonz, because he's just... Well, like Richie looked up to him. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you were one of the guys, and you, you took comfort in the fact that... Uh, be as you were, a nerd and everything, Fonzie would, would respect you. He might not give you the time of day, but he would not pummel <laughs> no, you. No, the one thing I learned from this, I haven't watched this show in forever, is what a great fucking friend Fonzie is. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, when you read through the bio, people are like, you know, he gets a rap for being a womanizer, but he treats women with the utmost respect. Like, if they're close to him, I mean... 
he's always super flirtatious. He, he there's not a scene in, in the episodes we watched where he didn't have three women with him. <laughs> right, like always literally three. in both episodes, he <laughs> is with three women, oh, and yeah. he makes it very clear. I'm hooking up with you on Wednesday. In the first episode we do, he goes, I'm, I'll see you. I'll give you your bonus Wednesday. You'll get your bonus Thursday. And you'll get your bonus Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And all the ladies knew what was up, and they were cool with that. They were like, yeah. hey, as long as I get to fucking fuck the Fonz on Wednesday, I'm cool. Uh, we don't even Fonz does not kiss and tell, so we don't even know <laughs> how far they go. He just makes out. He takes them to inspiration point. Maybe maybe he's getting them in there, and he's just like, hey, look, you should save it. <laughs> it's funny. There was a phrase on uh, Happy Days. Do we call it the submarine races, which is a cat child. I had no idea what that meant, and now I'm thinking about it. It means dick fucking. Submarine races. They would say that. So, Because I was like, what does that mean as a little kid? I, as an I'm adult sure. hearing that for the first time, I was like, what? Yes. Without context, just submarine races? Well, because that, that's I, well, the context was they would go to Inspiration Point, which was the make-out place. Okay. Obviously, when you're a teenager, you don't you can't fuck in your house. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure. I, I might be totally wrong, but I, they did say that, but my interpretation might totally be off. But I think that's when it's yeah. submarine races. I but. literally just thought people went there and made out. Like, I didn't yeah. think anyone was trying to do anything else because I, w- I was, you know, like 10 or 11 when I so I'm watching this in Hard Target. Like I, I'm thinking at this time, I'm like I'm confused about Very babies chased. being made. So when I hear make out point, I'm thinking like no way anyone's got courage to actually look under their shirts, you know, under their blouse or skirt or whatever. Yeah, that's what we so, all thought. And so I thought they were just necking. Necking was a word. A I lot know. of blue balls going on. In inspiration point. <laughs> Didn't know what blue balls were. So that's out of the, that's out of my my uh, knowledge as well. Jurisdiction, sure. So, Griff, to start out, we're going to do – nothing says Christmas like trying to scam a woman for sex. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do on our first – we're doing two episodes. It's fun watching this with twenty twenty eyes because it's just <laughs> yes. like, oh, my God, like uh, I can't even imagine what would happen nowadays with, yeah, with this different scenario world. for sure. This is like f- over 40 years ago. And the, the first episode, which they call Richie Branches Out – it's it's die. You said this. It's diehard uh, Christmas, you know, where it's just in the background. You see a tree. I mean, it opens up and you you're like getting hammered with the tr- Christmas because right. you're the family's putting up the tree right. and dad brings home the fucking hugest tree. It, it's taken. He thinks it's taken two people to haul it in the front door. Richie, go ahead and lift and wiggle. Or, OK, that was sexual. I get it now. Everything's sexual about uh, Howard. <laughs> he, he's just a hot man and so mr c to you mr c and so uh yeah he's like re- calling back to richie and you see him struggling to get this tree and then you see richie walk in the the side door yeah, he's walking into the kitchen and he's eating popcorn apparently <laughs> yes. out of like a tiny little dish well griff when you're horny you're hungry we all know that. that's what happens i remember just going through bags of popcorn because i was so fucking horny Me? That's not bananas. That's not bananas. He went banana. He was eating a banana, <laughs> yes, and was, oh my god, it was very mixed messages. Like, I mean, is is Richie by? Yeah, he popcorn and bananas. Interesting. I don't know. But yeah, he's just like he's just. You could tell he is just in another world. He's just what's going on. It, it, it's very funny. Like, this show hilarious. Lots of lots of. Jo- it's a joke per second. It's like right. it's, it's, it's like the Golden Globe Theater. Yeah. They, Blitzkrieg you with we, jokes. We hit you so hard. You're missing jokes because you're here. <laughs> you're at, laughing you're, so much. Yeah, you're. I also want to point out 
70s studio audiences, the most obnoxious, over-the-top audiences. Yeah. Every time anyone entered, whoa! And they would just like, they'd have to stop for like a, a pause yeah. break. The pause lines are interesting. And any kind of like kiss or anything, whoo! Yep. Like, I like that. Very childish. So the whole family, they're like having a chuckle over the fact that Richie, you know, actually abandoned him long ago, but... Uh, Mama C, Miss, Mrs. C, Mrs. C. Uh, Marion, 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 yeah. yes. Marion, she's like, oh my god, I'm so. Ner-. He's in earshot. I'm so nervous about the family's all talking about him. He's like a foot away at the dinner it's table. It's like a Shakespearean aside. It where is, you yeah. Step you're right. off like two feet, and they can't you're, hear you. You're right. It's like if they had a spotlight, Richie would be dark, <laughs> and there'd just be the spotlight on the family talking. Right. But yeah, they're just like. Something's wrong. I don't know. Is it the puberty? Is is it the fluoride in the water? And that gets a huge laugh. She, we have to wait a minute for the <laughs> audience to calm down. So People funny. love their fluoride. So funny. Is it Moloch? Did Moloch get into him? Is he listening to that that fucking rock music? <laughs> that new. It's fifty, so it's that newfangled rock. Yeah, music. exactly. And finally, Dad steps up, Mister C, and he's just like, "All right, you know what? I think it's a girl thing." It's about fucking Joni. Upstairs and Joni, I love Joni. I had a crush on her growing up. I, I, she's still looking good these days. Well, no, she's not. She's I was going to say she's underage, isn't she? She's, well, oh, you're talking about here. Yeah, she probably is oh. here. I thought you were talking with the real Aaron Moran. She's dead now. But, no, she's dead. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I uh, okay. poor Aaron. Moran. Anyways, so she's like, no, I got to stick around and hear this. I'm a growing woman. I well, she need brings to know. up her her uh, slutty friend Jenny Piccolo. Jenny Piccolo was always brought up. We never saw her until the, the shitty later seasons. They actually put Jenny Piccolo they on the They finally show. put a face to the but name. she was like the, the bad girl friend who was like sucking dick and doing all that shit that Joni. She was uh, do, at the submarine races up yeah. on <laughs> Tip Top Point. She was guiding them, yeah. <laughs> she was guiding them. Yeah. Teaching everyone how to fucking submerge. She's with the sonar. <laughs> so they shoo everybody out, and... Mr. C awkwardly goes over to Rich, and he's like, so, Rich, is, uh, how's the love life? How's that going? Is it, is it good? You get it, You get in that WAP? <laughs> you know, the usual father-son discussion. Yes. I've had that many a time with my dad. Rich does deflect at first. Right. But then he realizes, oh, shit, he's opening up to me. So he's like, well, Dad, actually, what I want to tell you is, uh, oh, man. He's like, I, I'm, I'm just going, and he's still munching away at that banana. He's like, I am going banana to tell somebody about this, and he's like, oh and man, when you go banana, you're going, you're going ape. Yeah, Dad, I don't know how to tell you this. I fell in love. And he's it, like, finally. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's great, son. Uh, cool. What's what's her name? He's like, it's a poster. <laughs> he actually says it's a poster. And then he reveals. I was waiting for the classic Farrah Fawcett 70s poster, but no. Yeah. It was Miss Wisconsin Soda, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I like this, though, because it plays into a joke that they continue a little later. He, like, pulls it from a sleeve of his arm or something, right. like a magician. Yeah. He's just hiding all this shit. So he pulls it and reveals it to his dad. And dad's cool. Howard, he's just like, he sits down, and he's, just, he's got a little smirk on his face. He's like, son, I was your age once. Yep, uh, her name was Jean Harlow, and I got to tell you, when I fell for her, I gained 14 pounds. I was eating everything in sight, all the candy canes, all the bananas, all the popcorn. And so that that makes Richie open up. He's like, finally, he knows what I'm talking about. 
Yeah. Like when you're young, you think only you. Like, you know, my parents could never relate to this shit. Absolutely. And then he's like, Dad, let me tell you about this wet dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, have you ever had a wet dream? I, is that a real thing? Do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah. Just a yes or no. We don't have to go into it. Yeah. I've never had that. Okay. I feel... I don't know if I'd want one. If I was, like, that quick that, like, not even touching my dick, I would come. I mean, it's supposed... To, like, they call it a wet dream because you're usually sleeping through it. I know. And you just wake up with a mess. You know, I'm, I'm jealous. I've never had that. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I just shocked. Stop thinking about my you're, wet dream and continue. I'm just saying you're a weirdo, basically. Sure. Most normal I'm, people don't jizz okay, their pants. That's fine. So Rich, he's uh he's like he has he's like let me explain the dream. To you yeah, guys. he's explained the dream. I see, I see, Miss. I know it's tough because I use Rich to explain a character <laughs> in Wednesday's episode, Richter, and now he's Rich here, so it is confusing. I'm just thinking of Ironside. He's like. I see Miss Wisconsin, and she comes up to me. Yeah, she comes up to me. And she's like, how you doing, handsome? Ooh. And I got this amazing line, the panty dropper. And I wake up. I just wake up, Dad. I don't know what the line is. So I, I just, it's eating me up inside. I don't know what to do. And he's Richie, creepy as fuck on this episode. Oh, <laughs> my God. He is. He, he is an enigma wrapped in a sweater, and I fucking hate him. Like, I'm like. Just for this episode. Just for this episode. So we cut to. Oh, well. Dad tells him, you know, Rich, I don't want to hear about this. Maybe your friends are also having wet dreams. Not that cool Murray kid. He clearly isn't. <laughs> and Fonzie. But Fonzie he, never had one. He, but, he makes people have wet dreams. <laughs> oh, my God. That's for sure. They're not just having wet dreams. They're having day I dreams. I ain't just the dreamer. I'm a wet dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So so dad tells him your friends won't laugh at you. Why don't you why don't you talk to them about it? We cut to Perfect timing. Fonz laughing his ass off. They're in oh. his office, the public bathroom. And Rich is just like, "Come on, Fonzie, doesn't everybody dream about something?" And he goes, "Murray, you want to like, do Whoa. It? I'm not a dreamer. I'm the dreamy." <laughs> Oh, and he continues because he's Richie is showing him the poster, and Fonz is just like poster. What? How are you gonna fuck a poster? Put a hole in it? Wait, I mean, by the way, are you gonna get married to this poster? Are you and the poster gonna have some postcards? And he just and dies. The audience just cracks. Audi- audience is falling over. Laugh like break. He had to take a break for that laugh. Well, you heard a person fall from the rafters and die, so they had to clean that up because it was just too funny. And, and he's Fonz like, knew it. he's like, seriously, Fonz, get a load of this. And this is what he did. He, you were saying he's a yeah. magician. He pulled one, he pulled the poster out from his sleeve in in the first scene. Right. Second scene, he goes to his leg because he's he you know he has not shown uh, the poster to Fonz yet, right. so he pulls out an eight by eleven uh, Polaroid of her or whatever they call them headshot, right. and it's just like chest up, and so Fon- we only know this because Fonz is describing to it, and Fonz is perfect descriptor. You know he does a great job. You think Rich would do this because he wants to be a journalist. And Fonz is probing that picture. He's looking it over, and what does he got to say about it? Pictures don't say everything. I mean, look at the. This is the problem with online dating nowadays. Everyone's just looking at pictures and thinking it tells the whole story. Fonz right. is trying to teach us. Pictures are just they're they're like not even a third of the story. Yeah, Fonz is like he's she's probably a bimbo. He's like 
No, I checked. I got her. I went to her high school. I got her grades. Yeah, he pulls out more research. <laughs> he goes down to his other pant leg, tucked into his sock, pulls out this wrinkled up uh, fucking blue line paper, and he's like, Fonz, I got her whole report card grading. I love, I love this line from Fonz because you could never say this now. Smart girls, dull. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's, so he's well, like, he's, yeah, he says they're dull, and Richie's like, "No, no, Fonz, don't worry. She likes horses, swimming, motorcycles, and that you know, Fonzie, he loves his hog. So he's just like, whoa." You got to fucking bang this broad, Cunningham. <laughs> motorcycles. I might do it. Yeah. But then he's like, but he's like, but hey, wait a minute. We're just seeing from the from the waist up. Yeah. What? I mean, we're seeing her from the waist. I forget what name they dropped. He said like, Jane Mansfield. It's like, she could be Jane Mansfield from the waist up. But Daffy Duck, Duck from the waist, from the waist down. <laughs> and he, then Richie, sure enough. Richie pulls out. <laughs> he keeps this one in the top crotch pocket. He pulls that out. He's like, yeah, yeah this one's warm. And Fonz's like, uh, no, you can keep that. Fonz grabs a pair of tweezers, picks it up. <laughs> you can keep and he's that like, one. He's like, yeah, this is this is some shit. You got you to gotta get this broad. <laughs> so, so we cut to. You know, if you're really good friends, you'd be like, uh, Rich, no, you're scaring me now. This you is weird. To, no, our, our buddies are all in. Bros before hoes. They're like, we're going to scam this broad. Well, Richie knows how to pull their strings because he's like, you can be some kind of like hardware tycoon. You can dress up, you know, and Ralph's like, I can't wait. I fucking love that. I hate being Ralph. I want to be anybody but Ralph. So he gets the I chance. I want to be Moloch. I want to be Moloch. So he gets the chance to, you know, go in disguise and be somebody else. And he loves it. He loves wearing other people's skin, if you right. will. So they go to the modeling agency that, that this girl works at. And we meet uh, JB. JB. Who has a Matt Lauer rape door, like remote control. Yes. Which I don't know why that was incorporated into the show at all. I mean, for it, you get one gag out of it, but it was kind of gratuitous. I, I mean, it came up a couple times because uh, Ralph, who's trying to be un-Ralph-like, is so impressed by the door. He's like, can I hit the button? Can I hit the button? <laughs> but the fact that his name is JB has him like flustered. He's like, JB, two letters, just just J and B. So he's like, I'm RM, and this is uh, RC. Like, right. they, they, they just decided that's how, how you had to be a big businessman. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Well, he also had the big stogie in his mouth. And yep, he, he had like, the stogs, yep. And they're just like, look, you got this this chick. I think I think Richie pulled out the, another one of the posters out of his crotch. He didn't. He was playing coy with it. He's okay. like, now I'm a big deal. I own all the Cunningham hardware stores. You've probably seen them before. It's like, nope, haven't seen a single one of them. It's like, in Wisconsin, they're everywhere. How is he missing them? But anyways, they carry on. Well, they pull out like a schematic that has they pull, all the future they, locations. They pull he's trying out, to make yeah. it seem like they're going to be like Sears a, or something. They pull out a U.S. map, and they lay it out, and Ralph is explaining. He's just like, here's all the future locations we're going to have. We're just going to go on this huge ad campaign. We need a beautiful woman to go alongside our already— yeah, Mr. Tool Mr. and Tool. Mrs. Tool. Yep, Mr. and Mrs. Tool. He's we already like, have Mr. Tool. Mr. Tool will be here in a minute, but Mrs. Tool is who we're looking for. And as uh, as JB, who's like kind of not buying it, he notices on the map there's this red line. He's like, what are all these red lines? And Ralph, just being an idiot, chimes in. Apparently, this was a map of Magellan's Trail. Something like, yeah, like sea routes of Magellan. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's Magellan's Trail. 
Like, why? Why is that on but this map? But he said it with confidence, and that's all you got. You don't. Have, you can lie all you want. He is. As long as you say it with confidence, because people believe you. But JB is just like, oh yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't want. He doesn't want to seem like he's dumb and he doesn't get it. Exactly. And then J or uh, excuse me, RM takes it a step <laughs> further and says. The Cunninghams actually sold the first set of pliers to the first settlers of America. To the Indians, not even the first settlers. And he goes, that's nuts! And Richie, improv, yes, and it's what's even nuttier is we also sold them the first nuts and bolts. The old trap mine. The, and then JB is finally, he's like, the light bulb goes off. I want to work with these people. Yeah. But the thing is... Angela's busy. She's three months out. Angela Bouvet, the hottest model in Milwaukee. And, of course, Richie's like, yep, we need her. Right, yep, that's the name we need. But she's busy for three months. He gets creepy. He's like, I need that fucking name. He does. And then Ralph, like, cools him out. He's like, whoa there. You see Richie put his uh, hands on the desk, and he's digging his nails in. You can see, like, little trenches built up under his nails. He's just digging into it. But they're like, before we start talking about Mrs. Tool, I want you to be Mr. Tool. Yeah. So he's like, can you push that rape door button a minute? (laughs) Pushes it, and there's... A man, Potsy, who apparently people thought was a great singer because he always sang on the fucking he show. He loves to sing. That's part of his character. And he's got, like, uh, overalls with tools hanging everywhere. Yeah. And he goes into the song. Thankfully, JB saves us by closing the door again so we don't have to hear that shit. Yeah. So they're like, well, it's, it's, seriously, Angela is busy. And so he's like, fine. We'll get that. We'll get Miss America. And That's we'll Meyerson. pay her whatever she wants. And JB is just like, Okay, 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 okay. She's available tonight, 10 p.m. Whatever you want to do with her, I'm okay, as long as I get my cut, my yeah. 10%. I don't, I don't care. We're not going to send anyone with her. It's just going to be whatever. <laughs> yeah. We're sending her by herself. She's going to dress. She's going to do her own makeup, all that, yeah. all by herself. And, uh, yeah, tonight, where do you want her to meet at? An alley behind Arnold's? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Behind the dumpster. Yep. That's, what, oh. that's only Griff would get that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, like, yeah, because Ralph and Apotz are like, that's Arnold. He's like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So they walk out, and then Apotz is like, I want to sing the rest of my song. And they're like, go ahead. We don't give a shit. You know, they, we've used you. We don't need you anymore. And, of course, the, he shuts the door on him again. Audience goes nuts, and that just fades us into black. And we come back to... And we're, it's that night. We're in the we're in the Cunningham household, and Richie is just nervously clutching a camera. He's like trying to get out the door, but Dad is just there. He's just pacing, staring I, at the clock till ten o'clock. Yeah. I love how all of the the scenes in the Christmas episodes have somebody fondling the tree. Like do it. <laughs> yeah, like, they to. spend days working on this tree. Like yeah. it's not a one night affair. Right. It is a ten day affair for them. Like they're still decorating it on twelve Christmas. days of Christmas, yes. literally. So he's about to uh, run out the door, and you know he's like, "Dad, I'm just gonna go on a walk." And he's like, "With a camera? Yeah, I'm gonna take pictures of the moon." He's like, "Okay, well, when you get to Arnold's, uh, you know it's gonna be weird because Angela called here. Here's a condom. <laughs> Here's a condom. <laughs> it's like, don't knock her up." But he's like, "Yeah, Angela called here. Angela, what? What? <laughs> Angela called here? What? He gave her a number?" I thought I, he gave him. I I think they called because he's he's the re- real owner of Cunningham's Hardware. Yes, so they that's called. Right. I probably, probably because they were creeped out by Richie. So he wanted to make sure it was a real. That's got to be it. Okay, so they did. 
<laughs> so JB did a little bit, the minimum he could do to make sure that Richie wasn't the creep he appeared to be. Right. Again, he left trenches in his wood desk of solid oak. If he, only Mr. C had done some work because he's like, son, have at it. I told him, yeah, we're yeah. doing this photo shoot at Arnold's. Do whatever you want to her. Just don't get caught. Yeah, just make sure that you leave make no sure you evidence. Make take pictures. Yep. Take, oh, son, <laughs> if you don't bring me home some pictures. I did. Son, because Richie thanks him big time. He's like, thank you for pulling this one. You're going along with it. So he's got four people involved. Like, the cops are going to have a fun time with this story. But Yeah, yeah he's get, he gets more people involved so he can, they, they won't rat him out. Like, <laughs> sure. That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. But he's like. Um, he's like. If we get in trouble, I'm taking you down. <laughs> He's like, son, I did it for Gene Harlow, for me, and a little bit for you. But make sure to bring me home some of those pictures. <laughs> and a little bit for Fonzie for some reason. I don't know. I, yeah. So it cuts to Arnold's. They're closing down, but Fonzie rules the roost. They close down when he decides they close down. So he's at that little stage they had when the Potsy band would play. And yeah. they got the fucking tree up. And he's surrounded by three babes, as always. Gotta be. Gotta be. Fonz always anytime you're breaking in a new scene with the Fonz, there's gotta be three women with them. And he's getting he's doing even though it's literally is it is it I don't know what day it is. It might not be Christmas. It was two weeks before Christmas, okay. like two days ago, one day ago. <laughs> it the oh, as we'll learn in the next episode, the happy days timeline is very strange. Wow. It's night and day do not exist. So Fonz, he's gotta get his Christmas card ready. Yep. You know? It makes it, sense if it's two weeks before. Yeah. And Rich, he's so fucking nervous, he's trying to scoot him out the door, but you can't you can't scoot Fonz out a door. He knows this. You don't so tell Fonz to do anything. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, snap a quick picture. Uh, you know, it's my Yuletide obligation. And uh, they well, then, and then they're like, well, where's Arnold at? For apparently, oh Al, not Arnold. Al. Al. Yeah. Arnold was Pat Morita. Fonz is pissed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, hey Al, you're supposed to be in this picture. And then Al comes out dressed as an elf. Yeah. We got a berate, and this guy's life is probably miserable. A little bell, or no? Come on, he's like Fonz's best fr- father figure too. So he's the father figure to the coolest guy in town. You think he's no. suicide? Fonz he- is the father figure to Al. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And also, we learned that Al is fucking around too. <laughs> Al's having a great time. Okay. Al's lo- Al is the cornerstone of this town. He looks sad to me dressed as an he elf. Re- no, he does, but he's. Yep, 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 yep. That was his line. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Everybody had to have a line, like by, by the later a catchphrase or something. Yeah, like yeah, sit on it. So uh, they get a quick picture, and Fonz is thanking the girls, and he's shooing them each away. And of course, he's got to he's got to tell each one promises the bonuses. Yours on Wednesday, and yours on Thursday, and yours is on Friday and Saturday because you're so lovely. <laughs> it's so fun you know they shoo al out all the girls are out it's just Fonz and rich right. and so he's got to give rich that one last pep talk well, and Fonz a couple like notes cunningham i know you got no game so i wrote a little uh notes you can use you keep calling him red <laughs> well he does both okay you're okay. you're right he does say red too and he's like i know you got no game so here's some notes and pointers some cliff notes yeah, well, he knew sure about the dream, too, because yeah. Richie told him in excruciating <laughs> details. It was excruciating. So he, he's like, now when she says to you, boy, you're handsome, or whatever his dream was, uh, how are you doing, handsome? He's like, here's what you say to her. Well, it just so happens that she walks in in this moment, Angela, and Fonz is just drinking it, and he's just like, oh. But she's, she's like covered up. She's got like a, like yeah, a long trench got, coat. Yep, you she's know? got the trench coat on. She's wearing some heels, trench coat. 
And Richie cannot get control of himself. So she says, hi, I'm Angelo. Just full of pap. Like, please do not. If I come in peppy, they will not murder me. Please do not rape and yeah. murder me. So Rich, he does not know how to respond to this energy because he's a ball of fucking just he's like. He's a kid. He's a high school kid. Yeah, he's, he's just a child. And, and that's so, a woman. And so he starts rambling. Oh, hi, I'm Angela. And Fonz is, just hits him, you know, pats Whoa. him, just gets his circuitry back functioning correctly. Oh, so it's good shit. And but Fonz just, uh, she she's like, oh, you must be the tool, Mister Tool. Yeah. And Fonz, of course, like, whoa, 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 I ain't no tool. And Rich is like, oh no, he's a. Uh, He's FC because he's RC. Or no, right. he's AF. He's the, yeah, he was the copy editor. Yeah. And he's like, no, this is the very best copywriter in town. And so he, that was the excuse that he gives him the 3x5. 3x5? Is that what the note cards are? Anyways, gives him the 3x5 right in front of her, and it's no big deal. He stuffs it in his pocket, and he's like, he goes right up to her, and he like does a little Fonz motion, just like, yeah, I forget what he says. Oh, you're a doll or something. He says something like that. Something like that. And then he gives her a thumbs up, and then he gives Rich a thumbs up. <laughs> and then he gives the audience a thumbs up, and then he walks out. Then he winks at the And we the get audience. another like break for applause because he's yeah. walking out. Oh, okay. And then right. Angela, she's like, she's a pro. She's all about the business. Again, she wants to get in <laughs> and out. She Well, she just got off another shoot. Yes. Like, literally, like an hour ago. This girl is She's working. so amazing. She has the proper outfit for yeah, a hardware she, store. Again, she did her own hair, her own makeup. Her She picked out her own outfit. <laughs> she, you know, she's reading the room, and she's like, I need to get in and out. So she is straight to business. She's like, no small talk. Is this the lighting you're going to use? Why is a hardware photo shoot happening inside of this place why is there penance everywhere it looks like kids hang out here and richie's nervous he's just like well yeah we're doing this for kids she's like hardware uh, tools for kids and he's like yeah they love chains and whips and shit don't you (laughs) don't you know kids where you you been at bitch so she's like well okay whatever so she takes off the trench coat yeah and she's got the fucking sexy like uh Overalls, kind yeah. Of. This was this was what inspired uh, Pamela Anderson and uh, Home Improvement. That was the like Tool Time Girl. Tool Time Girl. That's what can she believe was wearing. It. That, yeah, yeah. I don't, not very fifties looking, but hey, we like yep. we said they stopped caring after the first season. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, she's going to work. She's got all the great poses. Yeah, she. Oh my god, bending dude. over. Very suggestive for a family yeah. hardware store. <laughs> yeah. But I guess again, if you're trying to get teens into tools, this is how you do it. Yeah. Because she's, like, bending over. Tools like She gets up on one of the boots and, like, sticks her ass out. And Rich is just, like, gawking. <laughs> jaw dropped. Yeah. And she's, and she's like. Occasionally, you, he's clicking a pick. She's, like, asking, you like what he sees? And he's, like, I love <laughs> what I see. Samurai <laughs> Do you <laughs> like what you see? Bingo. Bingo. Would you like to fuck what you see? Uh yeah. yes, <laughs> and so yeah, she's like she's like uh she starts rapidly going through poses and right. like this and like this and Richie just like yes huh, yes 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 he's about oh. to have a wet day drink Jesus <laughs> Christ he is he's trying to contain himself but it's very difficult and finally and she's like and maybe you could take the cap off 
just like right in beat with all of her poses. Right. Well, this, and this isn't and the this first this. time she's probably had to deal with creeps, you know. God, yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, she's working her ass off again. She's been working twelve hours, going town at you know site to site, changing outfits. You know how changing hard makeup, it is to be hair. Wisconsin soda pop. She's trying to get it's out like of a lot of dicks to become. Miss Wisconsin she is trying soda. so hard to get out of Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. She is working her ass off to get out. Aren't we all and she it's has a metaphor for life. Oh my God, getting out of Wisconsin. So yeah, right on beat. She go. She's doing and this and this. And that, and maybe you could take the cap off. And uh, Rich, he's he's calms it down. He catches the ball, catches the hot potato. He's just like, yeah, yeah. I think I got enough shots of the uh, the with the cap on. I'll just go ahead and take that off now. She's like, oh, it's warmed up the camera. Yep, War- camera's nice and warm now. And we can so really then get into it. she's like, all right, and she rolls with it. And yep. She's posing, and he's like walking backwards. She's she's like, why don't we do some close ups? And he's like. Yes! <laughs> Getting that magic flute voice. He's like, you know, still going through puberty. 17, 18-year-old boy. 17, 18, you're still going through puberty. I was, so he is. <laughs> so he's like, she is coming at him hard, and he he's, he's he doesn't know. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Murray, this is a family show. I love that. Submarine I, race. I love so, that. So I guess it's I love that. Like two weeks ago, you're like, "This is our family friendly month." After it still is. After you let it with like five fuck words and like some kind of it was the the episode we started with that fucking wasp song. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say what was in a fucked up family. It's true. It's a family. My family enjoys it. Uh, so Rich is just being like, uh, he's just trying to keep up with her because she is she's a woman. And he is a child. And eventually he backs up into that stage they have set up with the Christmas tree and Santa's, you know, thrown there and falls over. Christmas tree falls on him. And in this embarrassing moment, he just confesses the whole thing. I'm a high school student. I, I just came like 12 times. I, I'm, I'm a boy. I'm not a hardware uh, megalomaniac conglomerate. I, 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 I don't own anything. And then Angela, she goes, you know what? I thought something was strange. <laughs> you know? And he's like, yeah, I just, I just wanted to meet you. I saw your poster, and all I could think about was you, and and I want to fuck you and then kill you. And then he gets really crazy, and she's like, you know what? I think that's sweet. I this is amazing. She thinks it's sweet. He's like, he, you must fuck at least a dozen guys because you're that hot. Like, you basically th- calling her a whore. I feel like you, the right thing to do if you are Angela is you're reaching into your purse and nodding along like, oh, yeah, you have these wonderful <laughs> day fantasies. slowly. You're reaching into your purse and grabbing bear mace right now <laughs> or a gun, whatever you have to keep the creeps away, especially since she's a fucking working woman going into weird places. Arnold's fucking behind the dumpster at 10 o'clock in the evening with nobody. Maybe maybe her, husband, her fiance's in the car. But we're, that was a, that was a little bit of a spoiler. We're about we're we're gonna have a nice sit down. Yeah, she's like, yeah, because he's like, you must be banging at least a dozen guys. And she's like, well, actually, no, I'm not a whore. I I have one boyfriend. Oh, is he a football player? No, he's a medical student. He's a medical, and he's like thinking like I could do that. And I, I'm engaged. I'm, a, to I'm him. a smart guy. I'm not available. Steve the the ring. Yeah. And so, he's like, well. I don't know. It's just I just had this dream about you, and like, well, why would you? This, at this point, 
I don't know. Maybe she's trying to do a Stockholm syndrome thing. I don't know what's going on because she should be bailing right now. But she's no. like, tell me about your dream. No, she maybe should. she's trying to psychoanalyze him. Maybe I, I I don't know what she's doing here, but it's fascinating. And the <laughs> audience, I mean, as the audience, we know Rich is not going to do anything to harm her. But as a strange woman in a strange situation, she has no awareness. Maybe she's just she can tell. He, She's way out of his league. She's like, I can control. This well, the situation. sweater gave that away, and the <laughs> fact that he has uh, accumulation under the waist now at this point, he's damned himself. He's soggy crotch, <laughs> and she's like, Oh, he's a boy. I can, I can handle yeah. this. You know, this isn't her first rodeo, and he's like, Well. I'll tell you about my dream, and then he's like, goes in. It's well, all wet. The fucking notes that fucking Fonzie gave gross. him. Well, she st- he starts to tell her the dream, and she's like, "Yeah," and she's going along. She's like playing along with it. She's right. going because he's like, "Well, yeah." You walk up to me and you say, "Boy, you're handsome and bulging," and she grabs him by the dick and asks him, "What have you been feeding this thing?" <laughs> and then That's he looks the at thing. he looks at Fonzie's notes, blondes. <laughs> And she's and like, that's sweet. That, that, <laughs> she's like, that's sweet, but those aren't your words. Those are somebody else's. What What does Richie really say? Well, shucks, what does Rich really say? And he like, just like looks at his feet for a while and he comes up and he says, well, you know what? I think I would ask you for a kiss. <laughs> a kiss. Just, just that alone. I, I again, yeah, bear mace again. I would have been like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." She cups his face, and at this moment, she should knee him in the balls and run. Yes, but no, she likes she uh, puts a big old smacker on her. Yeah. Third time we've used that phrase, <laughs> and, and, and it's a nice, it's a, it's a chase kiss, no tongue, just a little <laughs> little peck on the lips, just, just a little one. But she does embrace him for a long time like she nice. keeps his, her hands uh you well, know she's like feeling him. him up like i could take this kid yeah, that's probably what no it was she had no sense of danger because she was like right. unless this kid's learning some weird orient stuff like <laughs> i could easily take him easily take him so she's, she's just like i think you're sweet look for a girl your own age yeah and he's like you're gonna go now and she's like Yes, you <laughs> should be thinking your lucky stars i stayed around heard about your weird dream yeah i mean you think in real life, you'd be pissed off like a motherfucker. Like, you're wasting my fucking time yeah. on this bullshit because so, you want you have some fantasy about me. Fuck you. Yeah, this you is know? really weird. It's 10 o'clock at <laughs> night. I have to get up at 9 in the morning, probably earlier than that, 6 in the morning, go back out there, take more photo shoots till 10 o'clock t- tomorrow night because you know BJ's ripping her off. You know, JB. JB. Both of them are. Yeah. <laughs> and so, she, as, yeah, as she's like, leaving. Wait before you go. If that that doctor fiance of yours, if you ever get hit by a train, call me. Just give me a call. Uh, so then, audience has a good laugh line because it's like Richie, you fucking psychotic weirdo. <laughs> and Fon, I think Fonzie, like he hung around because he felt like. Well, I don't, Fon, Fonz I, went out for a little lap or something. He's like, I know this isn't gonna end well for the kid. <laughs> he knew he knew what was happening. Right. He he saw the ring probably. Well, he went out in the, the parking lot. I think her husband really was in the car. Okay. Was it Reb? It probably was Reb. <laughs> we probably do have to do that episode because Reb is on an episode. But uh yeah, so Rich is just reflecting. He's like I have enough pictures of the camera or pictures with the lens on. And, you How know, you're going to jerk off to this. Dad's going <laughs> to kill Dad's me. Gonna be Dad's got the fucking developing room all set up <laughs> in his bedroom. We, get, we just got to see. like, what's going on? Why is the light red? Shut up, Marion. <laughs> 
Marion, this is the last <laughs> time I'll tell you before I give you a thump. Midnight thump. <laughs> so Fonzie's like, wait, was it worth it? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to kill him. He's a classic like, teenage boy. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. I'll never know love ever. Yeah. And I love this. Like, I was telling Marion, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, he's telling him, don't fucking waste your teen years just chasing one woman. Like, He's just like, look, we're in Milwaukee and it's prime. <laughs> There's women everywhere. <laughs> and, and he's like, and know your station. Yeah. She was way out of your league. Yeah, Rich is Rich is just like Instead oh. of fucking a ten, fuck five two. So right. <laughs> I did the math. It works. Quantity over quality. It's uh, so, so he's starting at Richie, kinda going along. Richie's like, Yeah, you know what? I, I shouldn't be waiting around like some weird simp for, for 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 her fiance to get hit by a bus and he's like putting his plans away. I think he was planning on hijacking a bus and hitting him with it. Probably. Just or, to, or kidnapping her. I don't know. Because she said yes that if she if her fiance died, she'd get with him. So he was probably taking it literally until don't, come on, like until, Angela, don't lead this kid on. Yeah. You're asking for trouble. Yeah. <laughs> when the cops show up, they definitely <laughs> say she asked for it. Look at these. Look at these. Case closed. Look she at these. The, these these uh, overalls she's wearing. They're cut off right right above the buttocks. She's definitely asking for it. So Fonz is like, look, I got a, I got a Christmas gift for you. A real good Christmas gift. Right out. And it's just for you. I got the Pataski twins out in a convertible. It's, it's winter. <laughs> it is Christmas they're in not, Milwaukee. They're not even a convertible. They're on his motorcycle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. They're on their motorcycle. Well, that would be kind of warm. The three of you hundle, bundled like, up. And yeah. it's all for you, kid. And he's like, really? I can't handle that? Yep, yep. It, well, he looks down at his pants, and he's just like, I can't handle two. I can barely <laughs> <Yeah>. handle one. <laughs> yeah, even at that young age. After you've gone five times, it's yeah. going to take a while to get back up. So he's like, Fonz, can you... Cunningham, do I have to show you how to do it? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. But make sure I get Linda. Well, Mur- I was going to say Murray. <laughs> They're <laughs> twins. What? What's the difference? You're going to learn, Cunningham, tonight. Whoa. <laughs> and they walk uh, off to the applause. Oh, happy days. <laughs> so, Griff, from a... Creepy yet funny episode. We go to a more heartfelt episode. Yeah, that was that was weird. Again, two Christmas trees in the background is what and Fon's giving him a Christmas <laughs> sex yeah, offer. Yeah. That that's that's it. Yeah. So now yeah, like this you said, one's a little more Christmas. It pulls at the heartstrings, it, it embraces you and uh yeah. I learned I I don't remember this episode. I learned that there's a character that I didn't know existed that appears on this episode. Yeah. It's entitled Christmas Time. The only time. Yep, Christmas time. And of course, just like the last it opens up and we got we got mom and Joni just uh they're com- actually no, it doesn't open up like that. They're coming home, they got gifts. Bo- big old bottle of 100 proof vodka for Aunt Jane cuz you know Aunt Jane's a drunk. And then they got a nice, uh, what was it, uh, a handkerchief. And Marion's like, I hope Uncle Tom likes it. Hope it fits him. Joni, she's like, Mom, you got him a handkerchief. Joni's, all she's thinking about is hot college dude's dicks. Dude. She's like, I can't wait. They're home for the holidays. I'm gonna, Me and Jenny Piccolo. I appreciate it. This is, Happy Days is what taught me. Because for the longest time as a 10-year-old, I thought... You know, I was into the chivalry thing. I thought that girls had to stay quiet and guys had to approach girls. Joni taught me that it's okay for girls to go after guys. It is okay. And so, you know, when I showed up, second grade, ear pierced, 
And once I accepted that wow, fact, second grade, you had a you have a you were a brave kid. Uh, yeah, man. I've said this mo- every time I talk about the earring. I mentioned it's second grade. Uh, I was I don't listen. So yeah, I, I when when I learned that lesson from Joni that it's okay for girls to go after guys. I went in. I had this whole new air about me, and yeah, the girls just swarmed me. I I was I peaked in second it, grade. It's got to be the corduroys. It was, well, I wasn't wearing corduroys yet. Oh, okay. I was just wearing sweatpants in those days. <laughs> I don't think it was the sweatpants. <laughs> I don't think it was. It was the Ninja Turtle sweaters I'd always wear. <laughs> right on. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're having a good fun. Joni's talking about Dick and Marianne. It's just like, you'll become a woman when I tell you you can become a woman. But when that, and just when we, she says that, we hear a bump, bump, bump on the door. A bump, 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 bump. A midday thump, if you will. A and Joni opens the door, and it's the fucking uh, Richie's frozen solid. He looks like the fucking creep from Home Alone too. He's like head to toe giant fucking coat, and he's well, like he's taking up. a holiday job delivering mail because we get a lot of mail in the, in the uh, Christmas time. I ordered packages like two weeks ago that still yeah, haven't arrived. I got shit a month that still hasn't shown up. It's crazy. It's a good thing to Joy cleaned up the post office. Exactly. <laughs> fucking idiots. But yeah, they're too busy hiding ballots, Griff. They don't yeah, have time to deliver. That's right. Mail. Well, we'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he, he took up the job, and he he needs to warm up, so he goes stands in front of the fire. And Joni, being the nice sister she is, she's throwing an arm around him, trying to warm him up too. Everyone's it, it, they're such a good family. They love each other. But then, just right after that, Dad throws the door open, and this is the second. Like we did the second uh, Christmas episode. This is the third Christmas episode in the canon of. Happy Days Christmas episode. And we know when Dad throws the door open for Christmas time. This is Christmas Eve, by the way. It means he has a Christmas tree. And he opens it, but he's just got a little box with him. Right. And so everyone's like, what are you so excited about? He's like, I have the tree. And they're like, is it too big to fit in the house? Do we have to go outside? It's like, no, it's in the box. He's so happy because he thinks he's always about those get rich quick schemes. He's like, people are going to be lining up for these. It lasts a lifetime. Even though it's Christmas Eve and he hasn't sold any of them, man. Yeah. (laughs) But he's like, yeah. So we get the old uh, tinsel, fake silver tinsel tree. They're having so much fun. They're just ribbing dad. uh, What's your opinion on fake tree versus real tree? I don't give a shit. I was a purist younger. Now I'm like, fuck it. Just put a fake tree up. I like, I have my little real tree, but it's only because I like keeping potted plants. And so I have a potted Alberta spruce. Well, you got to do something with all those, those ornaments. Those beautiful. Make, yeah. Well, your ornaments, the wood ones are too heavy to hang on it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I, I put the hydro one up. Plus beautiful. it's only like 13 inches tall. So beautiful. It, it work, it, it's a beautiful. Look. What's not really beautiful is. is this ugly fucking tinsel tree. And, you know, they're like, it is a beautiful silver aluminum pole, Dad. And he's like, well, get the instructions out. Read them to me. So Rich pulls out the instructions. Everybody's pissed at Dad, so they're taking their shots at him. And Rich is just like, yeah, Dad, let me read the instructions to you. Uh, Remind me, how do you read Japanese? Is it left to right or top to bottom? I thought he was asking about uh, manga. Yeah, this manga. Is, is there a little manga in Those there? Those are the comics, yeah. yeah. Left to that's right. That's left opposite, to right. Left yeah. to right. Okay. Or right to left. We read left to right. You're they right. read right to left. I don't know how to read. That's fine. And so as you read the notes. we get that uh I'm just faking it. I'm just I'm sensing them. So as the family is all ribbing dad, we we need someone to break that tension cuz they're about to fucking really get deep. They're about to like tell them about how mom is Looking for something a little more interesting or something, you know, because 
I don't know if Howard's cutting it in bed. I mean, he's <laughs> skeezing over those pictures in the last episode. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. I don't think you can see his dick. I, mean, I don't know pretty, if they're that uh, interested in each other. Well, come on. He's, was he 50-something? He's probably impotent. And they didn't have Viagra back then. I mean, you could have, like, rhino horn. That's a good How point. How can you get a rhino horn in Milwaukee? What's interesting about their parents is, you're right, they do look like they're in their 50s, like early 50s. Yeah. But back in the day, people were having kids young. So and people looked old as shit. I, I've seen my mom's high school year, but they look like they're 30s. Yeah. So either they, they're just, they're young, but they look really old, or they're old and had kids when they were, like, in their 30s, which is crazy, which means the two of them were probably fucking around a lot. So they're into some shit. That's my theory on this. So now they're getting bored because they want to get into that swing lifestyle, but it's not actually the 70s. I mean, you really thought about this just now. I'm thinking about Fonzie. Yeah, we need some Fonzie right now. Whoa. Well, you don't get Murray. Come on. Read the whole note. I know. I I was just about to do a a segue. (laughs) my, My fuck up. But no, we need a guy. Looking for, we're used to women coming around the house, the, the C family's house looking for Fonzie, but not men. Oh, yeah. And we can tell this guy's a sailor because he's got a pea coat on and yeah. a little cap. And the little cap. Look, George R. R. Martin, just think about him. He's always wearing the little sailor <laughs> But not hat. fat as fuck. Yes, he is a very fit man. And he's like, hey, I'm looking for Arthur Fonzarelli. Uh, do you know who he is? He's like, yeah, he he's lives up, he doesn't live here. He lives in the fucking room above yeah. the garage. So Rich is like, I'll show you, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you over there. Okay. So he lives in the same house. We see out the front door. It is daylight. And Rich walks out there, takes him there, comes right back. It takes a second, and Rich has got snow all over him. Dad, the snow's off the roof. And that's where we cut the scene. And we come back to. Pitch and black. And, uh, yeah, fade to black. Audience claps. So funny. And we come back to. Night has fallen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fonz is up in his place. Murray, you wanted to talk Fonz. So. Well, he always has three ladies. We've known that. Exactly. So he's like orchestrating a four-way right now. He's like, you're going to be there. You're going to be doing this to my balls. And then knock, knock, knock. I love it because all the girls are giggling. They're so oh, excited. And they're going to fuck the hottest guy in Milwaukee, Griff. That's a big deal. And they only have to share him with two other women. Yeah. Like it, Well, they, he'll, he'll wear them out, so they need to take breaks. Yeah. They've heard the rumors that he usually brings five to six home with them. So they're like, three? That means we're going to get so much more time with them. Like, they're thinking about all these uh, uh, theories and everything. He's the coolest. Yeah. So it's a knock at the door, and it's that, that sailor. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, are you Arthur Fonsville? Yeah. Who wants to know? Well, I uh, I know your father, Vito. Yeah. I got this gift from him. Yeah. he uh, You know, he's out on the high seas. And he he wanted me to deliver this gift for you. What? Fuck that guy! He's just like enraged. Yeah, all he's of like, where where did you even meet him? Singapore? He's like New Jersey. Uh, no, Singapore's in the Orient. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> so he's like, basically, get the fuck out of here. Fonzie's enraged. Yeah, Vito's playing it cool though. So he's just he's just like a little disappointed, but he's a fuck. So he's we just, don't know. We just know we don't know he's Vito at this point. Yeah, we, we don't know he's a we, yeah he's he's affiliated with Vito. Right. And so he's like, all right, all right, my bad, kid. So uh, hey, do you have anything I can relay to your dad? And the girls have left. By the way, he right. shoot all the girls out. He screamed at him to get out. Yeah. No, we didn't. Come, on. I'm trying to play up how angry he is about his dad. He, uh, we'll see that later. He never shows that kind of disrespect around giggling girls, and they were giggling. 
So he's just like, I'll relay a message to your dad. And Fonz is just getting ready. He's like, I have all this written out. I'm ready. I'm ready to fucking cut a promo on my dad. He's like, you know what? He doesn't deserve it. Don't say a single thing to my dad. And he just points to Vito and goes, walk! And Vito just sadly walks away. But he leaves the package. Yeah, oh, yep. He leaves the package. And then you hear schlocking outside the door. And Fonz is like, come in, Red. How'd you know it was me, Fonz? I know the sc- a slushing of your galushes. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, he's like. Rich immediately thinks, you know, the gift was from a girl. He's like, is that from Ginger? The one with the big. Whoa, Cunningham. You mean smile? <laughs> yeah. See, he doesn't even let. Maybe he remembers last Christmas when he was <laughs> skeezing hard on that, on that woman. Yeah, he probably so, had to, he, he, I, you know Richie blew it with the Petesky twins. Oh, yeah. But at, in this season, we have jumped from the fourth season to the sixth season, and Richie does have a girlfriend in this season. Right, so maybe about. Fonz is just yeah. keeping him honest. Right. Like, don't be chasing Ginger around. You got, you got Lori Beth, and she's great. Right. She's beautiful. So he's like, never mind that, Red. Look at this gift I got. Well, who is it for? Everybody. Yeah. Look- I, I I love it too because he he opens it and it's a flexible ring, <laughs> and he's and he's like oh not even there's words in it <laughs> there's words in it oh, so yeah he got the adjustable ring because then he can give it to every woman yeah and of course the words in it are my one true to my one love. true love and he's like who's that everyone read. <laughs> And he's like, well, what's that gift? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. And he just throws the gift at the wall and walks out. Yeah. But it's it's getting crazy. Because first of all, Fonz has a high moral compass. You know, he right. has strict traditions. So he's got he, a code, like every great man does. Exactly. So at first, you know, he's trying to beat off Rich and his prodding about this fucking uh, gift. Beat off Rich? Okay. Yeah, he's trying to beat off Rich. And so he's just like, first of all, Red, it's not Christmas. You don't open a Christmas gift when it's not That's Christmas. That's true. Yep. And Rich isn't buying it, so he keeps getting it. And he's just like, I'm not opening a fucking gift for my fucking dad ever. Here's what I think of the old man. And he fucking chucks that gift. My father can rot in Singapore. It's a good thing these windows weren't made by the same people who designed <laughs> the windows on uh, Mars for yeah, Total Recall. he goes recall. out and he's like, and that's in the Orient, by the way. Just before he slams the door shut on Rich. Yeah, that's in the Orient. Love it. I love the callback of this joke. So we cut to Arnold's. Al's putting up the uh, Cunningham ugly tree that he got. Yep. He got it for 4% off. 4% off. And he has to put an advertisement out, too, for Cunningham. Of course. It's great. Art of the deal, Mr. C. Art of the deal. That's how he affords that giant house. So Richie walks in with these fucking ballots he's supposed to throw in the dumpster. Well, we don't know what's in there yet, Murray. Fonz is who reveals it to us in a minute here. Fonz is working for Kuato. He's walking in with Lori Beth, and we get a little thing where he's just like, well, of course, you know, you you do the thing when you're like, especially when you're kids, you're like, we're not going to go above $5 or whatever it is. Yeah. And, but, of course, you, you, your lady, you want to spend a little more. I, I didn't so. understand this. I was like, wait, is this supposed to be his girlfriend? Because she's, yeah. she's gr- giving him Lori shit. Lori Beth became his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's giving him shit because uh, he spent a little extra. And he's like, well, I got the job so I could spend extra on you. And she's like, I just don't believe in it. And they walk well, over. Well, she feels like shit because she's like, well, I follow the rules. So yeah. I'm going to look like an asshole. Yeah, I got you, I got you fucking secondhand cufflinks. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I got you socks. <laughs> 
So they walk over <laughs> but to, from the Orient. From the Orient. <laughs> Thank you. They walk over to Ralph and Patsy who are sitting at the table, and you know they they explain the situation to them, and it's like. Well, he went and got that job so we could afford cool gifts for us. No big deal. How much extra did he spend on us? Well, I, I didn't. I just spent extra on Lori Beth. Come on. I got I got you guys like dollar gifts. Guys, come on. Of course you're going to spend more on your girl than your fucking friends. Come on. But the friends take offense. And Lori Beth's just like, you know what, Rich? I can't I can't look at you. You're going to make me puke. I'm going to go with these guys. <laughs> just gave her a great gift. It was like a diamond ring. Yeah. You sickened me. Yeah. I'm out of here. They, the, the phrase was, the box is more expensive than even the fucking limit we were supposed to go through. <laughs> right. So apparently he blew the limit and then some. Oh, so Fonz, of course, we, you know, uh, Rich is having a hard time. He sits down in the booth. Fonz comes out. Got to break that tension a little bit. He's like, Rich, need your help. It's got two ties, blue one and then a green one with a hula woman or something. Yeah, I think the they I think they were called peekaboo ties. Okay, where they would, but these were like they were like novelty ties. I think yeah. they made them in the '50s, but the, they'd be like a naked girl be on the opposite yes, side. Yes, yes, okay. But that's not that's kind of what it is. But this one is on the front. It's like a hula girl, like you yeah. said. Yeah, okay. And he's trying to decide who do, which one he gives to Al and which one he gives to uh, Mister. Like, what do you think? You, I know your dad's a perv. Yeah. So you like this? He's like, see, I'm telling you, he's yeah. a perv. It's coming. It's all coming. And Richie's like, is she nude? No, she's clothed. Don't get it from my dad. <laughs> Give that to Al. He doesn't care about the <laughs> theater of the mind shit. He wants the right. full deal. You know, he doesn't like the burlesque. So uh, Rich starts hammering him again. He's like, did you want me to give her your dad yet? <laughs> fucking red. What did I tell you? I told you not to bring that up anymore. He's like, I'm fucking. I'm out of here. I'm going back. Into my office. To my public toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Just what I want, a gift wrapped in a fucking public toilet. (laughs) Probably wraps the smells in there. He's wrapped in toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) He makes great bows out of toilet paper, though. Yeah. Mwah. So Al comes out, and he's just waiting to show off all the crazy lights and everything. You notice (laughs) Arnold has cleared out at this point. Well, it's it's probably almost 10. So it's just good call. So Al is just showing this off for for Rich. He's got the – and this is the thing. My sister actually has – she hasn't put it up in decades, but she has one of these trees. It's like like a vintage, like, 50s tree where you have the tinsel, and then you have the color wheel, which is like a fan that has – instead of like a a propeller, it has a wheel that has colors on it, and the light shines through it, and so it's red, blue – so, okay, the whole point of having a color wheel is you don't put lights on a tr- the tree. Oh, okay, yeah. So the gag doesn't work because what happens is Al plugs in the color wheel and then the tree explodes into fire. Yeah, sure. So, I don't know, but hey. You, I but guess you... Al is just like, well, I still got like 10 minutes before your dad uh, closes the store, so I'm going to run out there and get another color wheel or whatever. So he wanders off, and then Lori Beth comes back in and – Rich is blowing out the candles I for I was R- like, L. you know what, teenager? Lock up. I don't I trust you with Again, my business. Again, this is the connection <laughs> with Fonz, though. He's just like, Fonz is like family. Rich is Fonz's family, kind of. So he's just like, whatever. You know, I'll just let him in here. He's probably in the back, like, going through his hamburgers, like, their CDs and shit. Like, he's probably rifling through everything. <laughs> rifling through the burgers. <laughs> well, they can be disc-shaped. Um, but, yeah, Lori Beth comes in. And, okay, I don't know how much time. This episode is very slippy with time. Because Lori yeah. Beth hung out, went out with Ralph and Potsy, which probably does feel like an eternity. <laughs> I'll agree with her on this one. So Definitely Potsy. Theoretically, probably felt like forever. But... In real time, 
like maybe five minutes have elapsed, and she has gone to a store, and Rich has somehow also gone to a store and returned his gift to her. <laughs> right. She comes in with a new gift. Maybe is Arnold's in like a shopping mall, like you know, it's right outside. I, you know, the only thing I have to explain Plaza? is Trash Lodge. Trash Lodge. It's got to be the sense. Trash Lodge. Trash lodge and you know what? I, I skipped over your part, but R- Rich comes in with his mailbag, and Fonz tries to look in the mailbox. What do mailbag, you got there, Red? And he's like, that's a federal offense. <laughs> and Fonz questions like, it. Did I see the name Trump? And then he like pulls one out. These are ballots. What are you going to do with them, Red? N- nothing. I wasn't going to take them behind, back with the dumpster and yeah. shred them. <laughs> wow, I was going to shred them on top of the dumpster. It's a good thing so, good yeah. Americans were keeping Thankfully, an eye. Thankfully, the Fonz, who was, a, who was a good American, good Republican. He returned them. Yes. Yeah. He, he absolutely he said, we're, If we're going to win or lose, we're going to lose fairly. We're going to lose right. <laughs> <laughs> and, if we, and if we do lose, we're going to fight every way we can. <laughs> We're going to call up uh, the, the the governor, ask him to fuck with shit, but we're going to do it right. <laughs> you do it right. And it did happen in Milwaukee where there is ballot questions. Milwaukee. So, uh, so Lori Beth apologizes, and she's like, I shouldn't have freaked out. It's very sweet. You got me that awesome gift. She shouldn't have. That, was that crazy. somehow has been returned now. And she's like, I got you a better one. And it's a, you told me that Rich is going into journalism. Right. So she gets that was him, his dream. Yeah. Gets him a beautiful monogrammed pen, laser etched. I didn't even know they had this in the. I 50s. thought it was a laser pen so he could fuck with people. Oh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> people at Raw love to fucking shoot that on Vince McMahon. Yeah, very cool. But so yeah. it's like it's like ah, they laugh it off. He's like, hey baby, let me give you a real great gift. I got a freebie for you right here. Lays a big smacker on her, the fourth smacker of the night. I love it. Three nights later, Cunningham's still decorating that goddamn tree. Still. <laughs> Don't get time in this episode, in this show. And they're still upset about what a piece of shit it is. Yeah, so we just have Joni and uh, Marion. And Marion, by the way, hitting the sauce. She is It's fucking... eggnog, you can do that. Yeah, she is ripped. It's she's not been... alcohol when it's eggnog. Bro. Okay. It's, but she's been drinking yeah. it since 8.30, and she has not eaten anything. So oh, she is geez. fucking hammered. You can tell she's, she's getting like your father can't even get it up. She's like just telling all the dirty laundry to yeah. Joni, and she's tell again. She's telling him, Joni, I I'm sorry I've been holding you back. When I was 18, I gotta tell you, I was active. Submarine races all the way. <laughs> oh my god! I welcome the and whole. Just, Red she's Army. about to detail the submarine races. Dad pops in. Yep. With a real tree, Griff. Oh, my God. It's a Christmas God. miracle. And it's the weakest-looking fucking tree. And by the it way, is. it's Christmas it's, Eve It's now. a Charlie Brown tree. It is Christmas Eve now. Wasn't it Christmas Eve in the beginning? Yes, it's so, Christmas so, Eve. No, well, this I don't, is the same day. Well, we don't know. We don't even know if there's a lapse between when the trees come and they open up their fucking presents later on. There could be a th- five days between them. I don't know. Oh, my God. But, but somebody uh, says it's Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve. Yes. They say Christmas Eve and we're going with this dumb tree. And then he comes home with a tree. He's like, Christmas Eve and we finally have a fucking real tree. And, but the episode started by embracing that it was Christmas. Oh. All I know is, it's, oh, as it says here at the beginning, it's Christmas time. I, I just Christmas know my head time hurts. is nebulous. You can just be whatever. My, my head hurts. My head hurts. So uh, fucking Howard does make mention. He's like, is mom, is she hammered? Has she been telling you about her... About my issues. I can get it up. I can. Joni, your father can get his dick hard. 
and mom can still get it wet. <laughs> Mrs. Steve's the first whap. So, so she, Joni is skeeved out as she should be. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to go be over I, I, here. I hope someone else knocks on that door right now because I need something <laughs> to fucking distract me from what I, my earballs just heard. Just so happens that another knock on the door, Richie comes in, and he's got a fucking Christmas tree. Two, two real Christmas trees. And as soon as we can process that, Griff, Fonzie comes in with the kitchen door with a fucking tree. Fonzie's always pushing tree in the back door, man. I love it. And he and Fonzie just drops the gray line. Yo, oh, forest here. You can't see the forest. For the tree. Oh, God. It's so good. Oh, my God. And then th- does Ralph and Patsy show up, too? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. So they all sit down. It's Christmas Eve, so they're gonna, they're doing their They're, they're their literally ritual. in the forest. They're surrounded by these. Yeah. None of them are decorated, just regular old trees. They, they set it up, again, for the shot, but they set it up so they have their couch. They have Mr. and Mrs. sitting right in front. They got a little table with the eggnog, and she's just she's drinking just it straight from the it, yeah, yeah. Right from the ladle. She's like, she's I, don't, like I don't. Give me the whiskey. I don't need the eggnog. Yeah. I'm done with eggnog. I've got enough calories in me right now. I just want the straight fucking source. So they're handing out the gifts, but the Cunninghams have a ritual on Christmas Eve. You get one gift, Joni picks it out, and whatever she gives you, you have to open it. And we That's know the rule. We, whatever she gives you. Yeah. And we know that Fon's high moral compass. He does whatever, you know, tradition he is. He obeys the laws of Christmas, as we all should. Exactly. And of course we see Richie because he obviously retrieved that that tree that tree, that present yeah, from present. the sailor. He's like, give it to him. Yep. Of course, he wants to, because he knows how pissed Fonzie is. He wants Joni to give it, because Fonzie might punch her. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I'm not taking that punch. You take it. But uh, yeah, so they, they hand out the gifts, and then Fonzie's like, there must be some kind of mistake here. I ain't opening this. And Joni's like, excuse me. This is my fucking tradition. She's looking like Cindy Lou Who. She's got the eyes tearing yeah. up. Please. All right, shortcake. I can't say no to you. Hey, you remembered her nickname. Yeah, it's all coming back, Griff. It's, it's all, all coming, coming back. back. Yeah. So, but there's a note on top of it. So he's like, "Well, I got it. The, one of the rules, Griff. You always have to open the card first. Always, yeah. You cannot open the present and the card. Right. So he's like, he reads it, and it's just like, "Hey, whoa, hey, I'm your dad, Vito. <laughs> I'm too embarrassed to say I couldn't tell you that I am your father from the Orient, Singapore." Vito, I could, I, I, I delivered the package. That was me. And he's like, well, he, th- oh, oh, yeah. Fonzie crumbles it up and Richie reads it, right? Yeah. That's all he gets. All the information that Fonz gets out of it was that it was his father that delivered it. So he was face to face, nose to nose with his dad. And Fonz gets up and he's like, I hate that man. And I didn't even look at him in the eye. I didn't look at my own dad who abandoned me when I was three, abandoned me and my ma when I was three. And Fonzie sits down, and Rich's like, aren't you going to read the rest of the letter? He's like, I ain't reading nothing. So Rich is like, well, are you chicken, or can I read it? Whoa, you don't call Fonz a chicken. Fonz is just like, Red, read whatever you want. I don't care. And he's like huffing and puffing, like throwing a temper tantrum in his chair. And he's like, and then we learn that Vito, he met Fonzie's mom 
was uh, we we were trying to we were cause when we were watching this we we're going through his happy days history. Yeah, apparently Fonzie was an orphan because like his mom like Mo- there's an episode where his mom shows up. Yeah, something happened with his mom as well. So he was he was an orphan. I think he lived with his grandma type of deal. So he wasn't really an orphan. <laughs> or his his aunt because we know Chachi is his cousin. So maybe that's where he grew up. And Spike, whatever happened to Spike, we don't know. I think he died. Oh, we dude. didn't do enough research, is what we're saying. <laughs> yes. You do the research. Thank you. Kuwaito will be so much happier. So, yeah, we learned that he just, he was, a, Papa was a Rolling Stone, Griff. He was like, I I did, I wasn't man enough to stay with your mom. I, I can't be, I can't, I'm a, I'm a sailor. I'm a yeah. man of the seas. I can't be on dry land. I'm the shit. You're not the shit. You were beautiful. You came out with the. Fucking perfect hair, and you were perfect. combing perfect you ducktail. Were, you were combing your hair into 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 a beautiful pompadour at two years old. I bought you your first leather jacket, the you know the one you wore when you were two. Snapped your fingers, and the nurse blew you. Oh, <laughs> that's how cool a baby he Jesus was. Christ, he's a cool baby. That's all I'm saying. I I hope that nurse is in the fucking <laughs> prison. She couldn't help it. He snapped his fingers, yeah, Grant. I, he that, snapped his fingers. Are you trying to say he was asking for it? <laughs> yes, he was. He, Fonzie, yes. Oh. Fonzie was fucking from birth. So. You would think uh, the mood, by the way, at this point, if you haven't figured it out, dead. Somber. Somber. Oh. Everybody is just like trying to figure back. And, of course, Marion's hot. Well, hot. Drunk as shit. <laughs> so she's like. Biting her lip. She doesn't know how to laugh or if she's going to ball out crying because she's got her own problems in life. <laughs> but uh, Fonz suddenly slaps the table. Yahoo! Well, no. Before that, Mr. C's like, you know what? Your dad is a fucking You're piece right. of shit. He's Excuse trying to me. deflect because yeah. Marion had been ripping on him. So he's like, I'm going to make him seem worse than me, which makes me seem good. That's right. So he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry, Fonzie. I call it like I see it. Your dad is a fucking piece of shit. There's a certain point in a man's life when he fathers a child, you got to stick with that kid. You got to stick around through thick or thin. He bailed on you. He is no man. First of all, let's just see. Tell him the truth. I don't know. Like, he's like, been hot because fired. Richie was getting a little like, well, come on. It is his dad. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. Rich is trying to apologize for him. And Mr. C is like, Rich, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm still sour about the pictures, son. Remember last Christmas? <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, then he ri- he rips uh, Vito a new one. And yeah, excuse me, you're right. Yeah. That re-energizes uh, Fonz. Yeah, well, Fonzie, he's still like like crumbled in his chair. He's got, you know, he's, I think I think he might have his head on Mrs. C's shoulder in this time. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. And well, he's just, and then he, yeah, he leaps up, gives the fucking gay scream. Woo! It's very, it's very Ric Flair. He's like, woo! And then jumps up on the table, like his butt on the table. And he's just like, I thought this whole thing was my fault. I thought I was, I thought I was a shitty kid. I just, I thought I sucked. This was a great, like, feel good episode, Griff, because a lot of kids who came from broken homes, they thought they were the reason their parents divorced. And now we know, we see Fonzie. Yeah can do it then like this had to inspire orphans everywhere like yeah. kids with broken homes and everything i mean your dad's a piece of shit it probably <laughs> yeah, inspired you is. mr c told me that yeah, yeah you when you were <laughs> watching this episode you're probably like thinking mr c was talking directly to you right and i went whoa and i jumped up on them. <laughs> yeah uh, so they're like will you open the gift now then you we're better dying believe i'll open it. the gift from my daddy yeah daddy and he opens it up and oh my god it's the most beautiful kimono from the Orient. Yeah, Singapore, of course. That is the Orient. That is the Orient. 
And it looks like something Shokazugi would murder somebody in. It's oh got dragons all on Dude. it. Dude, and it, it is. He's drenched head to toe in that thing. It's, it's beautiful. silk. Both Marion. He's t- he's saying, like, oh, my God, the ladies are going to love this. And right on cue, Marion gets up. And this is where Fonz puts his head, like, on her shoulder. And it's like, okay. And then Joni gets up, and she throws an arm around him. And everyone's just like, lo- it, again, that somber mood, gone. Gone. And that's when Ralph and, you know, Patsy show, show up, up and ruin them. the mood. <laughs> but they got another tree. They got another tree. And we're cracking up, Griff. And then pff, Al shows up. What, what do you think he is? Another uh, knowing tree. Al, he probably brought some hamburgers. Oh, I, was gonna say, I thought you were going to say syphilis. But <laughs> because I tell that because he's got that trashy tie on. So I go, that guy has no class. Sure. And oh. so then we get a nice little chat. Like, guys, gather around. We got to do a family photo. Family photo. Photo, Rich. You know how to do that? <laughs> you got the cap off, Richie? <laughs> and they take the photo, and it's just a beautiful moment. See, if you don't watch these episodes back to back, you don't realize that the tension carried yeah. over. Yeah, there's there's a lot more continuity than I thought. I, I, I'm shocked in it, too. Like, I was very happy to watch these two back to back. It was today, that. Griff, was a happy day. It was a happy day. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Um, Obviously, more tippy taps in got, the future. And, of course. We got us very – I'm excited for our next tippy tap. Yeah? I'm not going to You already got anybody. it planned? Yeah, we were gonna do this and we switched. Oh we're yeah, do the next one. Right? Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you. That's gonna be a New Year's surprise. New Year's surprise. All right. Or maybe after. Yeah, it'll be like a little after, between Christmas and New Year's. Either way, it'll be great. It's gonna be great. And uh, yeah, it's gonna happen. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Make New sure Year. to download Wednesday's episode of what? what what's Wednesday's episode? Total Recall. <laughs> we're the, it was the perfect movie because neither one of us has total recall. Neither. So yeah. yeah. So enjoy that. Enjoy this, and see you next time. Implants on.